Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Your Ben Jarofsky show for this Wednesday, August 2nd starts now. On today's show, it's Wednesday, so who better than Monroe Anderson to stop by for Monroe Wednesdays? The Ben Jarofsky Show is brought to you in part by SEIU Healthcare Illinois, Indiana, the Chicago Federation of Labor, the Chicago Teachers Union, and Chicago Reader. ChicagoReader.com for everything there is to know in the city of Chicago. Where to go, what to do, what to eat, what to drink, whatever you're looking for, it's right there at ChicagoReader.com. And if you're looking for Ben Jarofsky, he's there. ChicagoReader.com forward slash Jarofsky. That's J-O-R-A, V is in victory, S-K-Y. Hello again, everybody. Ben Jarofsky here. We're calling this Big News Wednesday, and here's why. You know what the news is? Donald Trump indicted again. <laughs> Third time. As soon as it happened, text coming in. What's Monroe got to say? You got Monroe. Monroe. Monroe must have something to say about this. So I checked in with Monroe. Monroe Anderson every Wednesday on the Ben Jarofsky show. He said, yeah. But at that moment, when I checked with him, ladies, in with him, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he was watching Jack Smith. He was, <laughs> I'm too busy to talk right now. I'll be ready tomorrow. So how do I know this is big news that Donnie Trump has been indicted again for the third time? Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's on the front page of the Chicago Sun-Times. Let me just have a little fun for the moment. Take a little fun with my beloved uh, Chicago media. The last time Trump was indicted, uh, which was like an added charge to the uh, uh, snatching of classified uh, documents charge, where they added, uh, what, the allegation that he was uh, trying to get one of his aides to destroy the evidence. That didn't even make the front page of the Sun-Times. <laughs> so I don't forget what was on the front. Something, who knows, Lollapalooza, I don't know, NASCAR, who knows? You know, so <laughs> it's like, well, what's the Chicago angle here? Is there any way we can get a Chicago angle? I don't know. What about this angle? Chicago's in Illinois. Illinois is in the United States. Donald Trump was the president of the United States trying to subvert a national election. Uh, I think, you know, or another case, he stole classified documents. Anyway, you know, it's big news when the bright one has it. It's a very interesting thing. You know, Chicagoans have a, funny, a very funny attitude about themselves. It's like... <laughs> If they're on the national news, it's a big deal. So, like, there's a TV show in shot in Chicago called The Bear. And Chicagoans are constantly saying stuff like, oh, my God, did you see The Bear last night? There was a scene on the subway train. <laughs> oh, my God, we're something. You think Jack Smith is right now going, oh, my God, I'm something. I'm on the front page of the Chicago Center. Come on, Chicago. Stop being so parochial. Anyway. This is big news moving away, even, even if it's it, it has to be big news if it's on the front page of the Sun-Times. Donald Trump was indeed uh, indicted. Uh, and here uh, is are the charges defraud the United States, obstruct an official government proceeding, uh, the certification of the electoral college vote and deprive people of a civil right, right to have their votes counted. One, two, three, three charges right there. Uh, we'll repeat those words, the big words, defraud, obstruct, and deprive. We all saw it, ladies and gentlemen. We saw it in front of our eyes. Uh, there, we, there are four charges. Oh, wait, Monroe Anderson uh, weighing in with the fourth charge. Yes, uh, my bad, Monroe, a fourth count of obstructing or attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. Yes. Thank you, Monroe. Yeah. We all saw it, by the way. We saw it happen. I was interviewing Monroe on January 6th. 2021, I saw what was happening in his eyes. His TV was on in the background. We watched the uh, insurrectionists climbing up 
the to the Capitol breaking in it was like, oh, my goodness, this is happening. And ever since then, magazines have been in a state of denial, like what we see isn't really what we saw. And what we saw, even if it was really what we saw, doesn't really matter because I don't know what just because because Antifa did it. And, oh, yeah. Antifa did it. And that gets, me, that gets me to Joe Rogan. Let's just deal with Joe Rogan for one moment. Now, I know what you're going to say. Oh, Ben, Ben, you're just jealous because he's got like a gazillion followers and you don't. You're right. There's that. But sometimes what he says is so absurd, man. Sometimes it's like where we're at as a country is so weird. So like there's an obsession that Rogan and Roganites have that like there they were government agents amidst the insurgents. We can't see them, but we think they're there. And I'm like, it's sort of like what you can't see is worse than what you can see. And I'm not used to this because in Chicago, we don't do that stuff. For all the corruption, for all the malfeasance, just for the ongoing sleaze of Chicago politics, people pretty much just own up to what we are and what we do. We would try to like deflect blame on the other people the way maggot does we never try to suggest that there may be a deeper like subterranean intrigue going on so it's really somebody else's fault like joe roganites do no we just like oh yeah he's a sleazy politician he took a bribe he's been prosecuted and now he's going to go to prison because they convicted him in our own way we're far more honest in chicago than maggot is so Every attempt they have to explain it away or make it seem like it's not that important, they're exercising. And then there's Trump, who's just like opening, openly bragging about it. I just received right before, uh, Monroe, right before we went on the air, I received the following solicitation as an email for Trump. And he wrote, this grip will close even tighter around you. As I've always said, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm only standing in the way. And even after three indictments, I will continue to stand in their way because the fate of our nation hangs in the balance of the 2024 election. It's not just my freedom on the line, but yours as well. And I will never let them take it from you. And then at the bottom, please make a contribution to show that you will never surrender our country to tyranny as the deep state thugs try to jail me for life. Man, please make a contribution. Donald Trump has raised millions and millions of dollars for his 2024 campaign, and he's burning through it like a forest fire in California, Nevada. He's burning through it because he's spending it on legal fees. So the more indictments he gets, the more legal fees he has, the more he has to soak MAGA for money to pay those lawyers. I guess he's going to pay those lawyers. But he's a billionaire. Hey, Monroe, he didn't get to be a billionaire by spending his money, his own money. Why would he want to spend his money when there's a million suckers and saps willing to give them their money? Anyway, without further ado. There, there are reports that Jack Smith is looking into Big Con. Uh, uh, his, because he knew that he had lost and he was begging people for money anyway, it, under under the guise of he needed it to fight the the steel. Uh, there there may may be some laws broken. All right, he's got uh, literally a quarter of a million dollars from from suckers. Wait, he's got way more than a quarter of a million. You mean a quarter billion, of a billion? A billion, quarter yeah. of a billion, okay, two hundred fifty yeah. million. Yeah, yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, right. All right, Monroe, you predicted it. You predicted the indictment uh, in New York. You predicted the indictment for the declassified documents. You predicted this one. And Democrats are. And we got con- Georgia coming we'll up. Get, we'll get to Georgia. You okay. predicted that one. We'll get to Georgia. Okay. Uh, now, Democrats are constantly reminding us this is a solemn moment for our country. So we should just have respect for the process and not rejoice. Is that how you're saying it? Or is there rejoicing going in the Monroe? Ding the bitches dead, the bitches dead, the bitches dead. Ding dong, the wicked bitches dead. 
That is not how you're supposed to respond, Monroe. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remember okay. what Michelle Obama said: "When they go right. low, we go high." Right. What was your response when when you got the news? Well, I, I saw it coming. I mean, it was it, it was written on the walls. It was all in the tea leaves. <laughs> uh, the, the, the birds were tweeting about it. I mean. <laughs> X was ready to take it on when, when tweeting was killed by Musk. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been apparent. So it's like, basically, I, I was uh, Etta James at last. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ancient Etta James reference only on the Ben Drowski show. I love how uh, Jack Smith, I mean, bending over backwards, declaring the rights that Donald Trump has. And I, I, I truly have never seen such deference played to defend. Blago, for instance, Monroe, was indicted for shaking down various business people. And, oh, he, was, uh, he, so he was trying to sell Obama's Senate seat. Yeah, yeah and, but he was also in, indicted for uh, shaking people down, like like the hospital uh, was down that needed government, some kind of government oversight uh, approval. But I didn't see the prosecutor say... You know, a governor has a right to solicit campaign contributions from contributors or so. OK, I didn't see them assert, declare Blago's right. They just said this man violated the law. We're coming after him with Donald Trump. MAGA has done such a good job of playing that victim card that with Donald Trump, they always bend over backwards. And so yesterday, Jack Smith is saying or in the indictment, they say, Oh, you know, the president has a right to question the election. The president has a right to claim there's fraud, even if he has no uh, uh, evidence of this fraud. Or like proclaiming the rights that Donald Trump has. You know, I think they're going overboard in that. But I, I have a feeling you disagree. Go ahead. The thing is, one of the people I can't remember now, but one of the anchors on MSNBC said that um, with the right claiming free speech and Trump's people claiming free speech is comparable to uh, you go to rob a bank and you write a note, give me all your money. And then you you say, well, I I have free speech to ask for the money. That's what's going on with Trump and the right. The problem is Trump is so caught that he has no defense. He, he's not even giving a defense yet. They have not offered a defense for any of this stuff that he's done. Or if they're giving us this political whining and and thrashing. Yeah. Because they are they are caught, 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 dead to rights. In fact, Trump, right. Trump announces yeah. half, half the stuff come, comes from Trump's lips. Or fingertips, and 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 most of the, every all the all the witnesses and key players are Republicans. Many of them actually employees, actual employees of Trump's. So they can't blame it. The the the, the MAGA uh, peasers can't blame it on someone else or something else. Although they try. Oh, well, they're. Uh... I mean, it doesn't like you said, they can't blame it on somebody else. They could do whatever they want to do and they will do whatever they want to do. And so even though this is the end result of a process that's taken two and a half years, Monroe, let's think about that for a while. Two and a half years, right? Now, how long it's been since the insurrection? Right. And uh, we saw the insurrection. We saw the crime take place. We heard the speech that Trump gave. We watched the people march from where he gave the speech to the Capitol. We saw them with their little gallows to go get Pence. I mean, we literally, this is something we saw. And and we saw it again with the July 6th committee, congressional committee. Yes. When they did their hearing. January 6th committee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and so, Monroe, it took two and a half years. And that was all part of the careful deliberation by the Justice Department, by Biden, by Merrick Garland, all of them, to try to what? 
make give Trump the benefit of every doubt. Make Trump like eliminate any possibility that uh, it was a partisan attack. Two and a half years, Monroe. Yes. We had to wait for Jack Smith to get appointed as a special counsel. You know what I mean? Because it was too explosive for the Justice Department to deal with them themselves. Well, Trump asked for a special counsel. I, I mean, his lawyers did. So they got me. They, they got what they asked for. You know, any defendant in Cook County who gets what he asked for from the prosecutor when he's caught doing a crime on TV? That's my point. They bent over backwards for Trump at every step of the way. Uh, and now their argument is that it's political in that they announced the in- indictment uh, at, right on the eve of the election in order to undercut their greatest threat uh, to re-electing Joe Biden. Do you think that's going to fly with the American public, that defense? It, it depends on who you define as American public. If you're talking about the Trump nuts, yes. <laughs> or if you're talking about everybody else, no. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll uh, let me take a little deeper dive on that. There's a article in the New York Times. That it was one of those classic man on the street or woman on the street uh, stories. You know, after a news event, they go out and find some just like real people, supposed to you and me. Uh, and here's the headline, Monroe. I'm like shaking my head. More Republicans say Trump has committed crimes. So uh, get this, Monroe. Uh, they did a survey as a poll that uh, this month. Of all registered voters, we'll start with them. And the question is, uh, has Donald Trump committed any serious federal crimes? And of all the registered voters, it's 51% yes, he's he's committed serious crimes. 35% say no, he has not committed serious crimes. 35% of the public says uh, he has not considered uh, committed serious crimes. I guess that's MAGA. Is yes. that right? Is that your opinion? Yes, that's the Trump nut. So can we? I guess that's, that settles our debate that we have every week. What portion of the population is MAGA? Uh, yeah, thirty-five percent. That is down. Well, it's, yeah, it's down. But no, it does. It, you know, it's not that clean cut. In that, there are some real Democrats who think that he might not be guilty, but they're, they're small in number. Wait, it's not even guilty. Did he commit a crime? Right. I mean, there's like the issue of guilt is a whole other issue. We'll talk. Let's just, let me get you to address that. Trump's defenders, his like legal defenders, the guys who are like splitting hair defenders are saying they're the, Smith is going to have to establish that Donald Trump believed what he was saying was untrue in order for them to convict him, that he knowingly put out false information to stir a revolt against the outcome of the election. And they go, they can't prove that Donald Trump knowingly asserted falsehoods. You follow me? That he actually believed. You cannot prove that he didn't believe what he's saying was the truth. And that's what the defense is going to hinge on. The defense of Donald Trump is going to hinge on. Like Pence, you're too honest, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> what do you I mean, mean by that? I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what Pence <laughs> was told by Trump during the July 9th of January. I don't know. I have July stuck in my mind because that's where we are. January 6th, on January 6th, they had a conversation. Mm-hmm. And Pence told him that he couldn't do it. He wasn't allowed to do it. And Trump told him, you're too honest. Now, if I tell you you're honest, then that is self-evident. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'm doing is <laughs> <laughs> not honest. <laughs> you, know, you, don't have to, you don't have to use a lot of logic on this or, yeah. or think too deeply or anything. It's like... <laughs> One of us <laughs> less honest than the other. Oh God, I tried, Michelle Obama. I tried. I tried yeah, to go yeah. high. Okay, I tried yeah. to go high. Exactly. Monroe no, cut me off at the knees. Right. No, I they have them calling. They they have records where it's Trump, January sixth, eleven forty something. 
was calling senators, still trying to get them to um, not, not allow the transformation to happen, the, 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 the ceremony that Pence did. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I think it's preposterous. And um, I also think it just won't go with a jury. And Monroe, let's just pause and think about this. This jury for this particular charge is Washington, D.C. Right. And Washington, D.C. voted, I, I want to say, I'm doing this off the top of my head, even more against Trump than Chicago did. Yeah, you know, I can uh, see that. Yeah. And uh, I think there's fewer mega enclaves in Washington than there are in Chicago. Like right. the, in the Chicago last mayoral election, 48% of the people voted for a mega sympathizer for mayor. <laughs> which they're probably in denial about on the lakefront. I don't think that has ever been remotely the case uh, in Washington. So uh, to put it mildly, it's going to be very difficult for Donald Trump to find a sympathetic audience uh, in, in Washington, well, particularly he, after he, the Republicans have waged war against Washington for so long, won't even let it be a state. Go ahead. Right. right. No, they, what, what the, what, Trump's lawyers are asking for is a change of venue. And, you know, I I can't remember where it was. It it was so ridiculous. Someplace like Podunk, um, West Virginia, (laughs) somewhere. (laughs) Uh, Sunset City, (laughs) Alabama. (laughs) That's where they wanted. They wanted Sunset City, Alabama. Uh, They wanted in. uh, just try that in the, uh, a small town, Alabama. That's right. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, let's go there. Where, um, where, where the the Jew, the jurors are more like Trump's peers. Well, that'd be interesting because you're supposed to get be tried by a jury of your peer, peers. Right now, the jury would consist of, like I said this to you already, you, me, and Mark Wallace. All no, right, his peers. It would be Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not tr- true. He's, they're above his peers if you're doing money. So, well, where, where, wherever there are fake billionaires, well, that, that would be his group of peers. I, I would suspect his peers would be some, like in his mind, his peers would be like Kid Rock, Ted Nugent, you know, uh, or um, well, would Ron DeSantis uh, be a juror that he, Trump would consider his peer? I'm not quite sure about that. Uh, if 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 he dropped out, yeah. If he dropped out of the race, then Trump could love him again. Uh, so Monroe, all right. But this other aspect of this poll is interesting, and let me run it by you. So I already told you what all registered voters, fifty one percent, say Trump committed uh, a serious federal crime, which right. is up from forty nine percent in July. All right. So among Republican voters, that is people who identify as Republicans, 74% say Trump has committed a serious crime. That is uh, in July, uh, which is down from uh, 84% a year ago. So the number of Republicans who say Trump has not committed a serious crime is declining. It's still 74% say he didn't, okay? 74, but it's down from 84%. Monroe, do you see any sign of hope in that? Oh, yeah, I, I think, it, well, the, the, the most important thing of all this is that we have a TV trial. Mm-hmm. Where where it's broadcast, and even if you just channel surfing or something, you can accidentally bump into it, or or if if it's with Trump's trial, it may be a roadblock for all the major networks. Go <laughs> screw this other stuff. We 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 got to have we got to have Trump, uh, and the trial. And if it goes there, there will be many converts. Because what what you have to consider is that uh, the MAGA crowd mm-hmm. is in a bubble. They're watching Fox, Newsmax, um, getting uh, um, their news from 
right-wing sources who only who continue the lie. So from their perspective, Trump is really the president. I mean, today, I'm not talking about a year and a half ago, but I mean t- today, yesterday, tomorrow, Trump is really the president and Biden is a, 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 a fake. Well, I I think what where we're at right now in politics goes deeper than that because I I have a hard time believing. I have a hard time believing that um and maybe I'm being naive here that a 45% to 50% of the population buys the argument that Donald Trump legitimately won the last election and it was stolen from stolen from him. I think that there uh, is a hardcore group of MAGA that believes that, but the rest of the people are just poor losers and don't want to acknowledge Biden as the president. And so want to acknowledge Trump. They're doing like on a deep level, Monroe, sort of what I did in the eighties when I would go around saying my president is still Jimmy Carter, not Ronald Reagan. Okay. But I'd go around the nine and Reagan won the election. You know what I'm saying? I just, it was something I said, you know, and uh, so I believe that most MAGA people are just walking around as sore losers uh, and they don't want to examine why it was that um, they what, sold on, sold their soul to this grifter and why it was that he was defeat repudiated. Do you follow me? So I just think it's sore losing on the behalf of most the electorate, I do not believe that. I think I, I, I think not all of them. The politicians, in particular in Washington, they they're just um, BSing. That's all. That's all they're doing. I mean, they know Trump lost, uh, but with the the MAGA nuts, I think they sincerely believe this. You know, there was a, a study done maybe 15 years ago where um, they looked at, at people who believe something. And when they're confronted with the facts, they, they, they double down in their beliefs instead of accepting the reality of the situation. I mean, it's, part of human nature and so these 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 trump and particularly because they're in this bubble i mean they're being fed trump's telling them over and over again that it was the election was rigged and stolen um fox is is lying to them uh i mean fox was reporting yesterday that um, it was the death of free speech or some 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 silly stuff as they do. So I mean, if that's and if that's your only news source, yeah. But you watch every day, or when you watch TV, then you're bound to believe that, and you're not too bright to begin with. <laughs> so, well, let me let me run by this quote by you and let's break it out a little bit and decipher it uh so again this goes back to this article in the newspaper new york times uh, where they interviewed just ordinary citizens uh and they were looking generally they look for republicans because the focus is on like how long will it go where republicans uh follow trump you know that how Trump said they will let me get away with murder op- uh, that I can commit openly. They have how I far they go. Man on Fifth Avenue and yes. get away with it. Yeah, yes. and so we're constantly testing that with each new crime, right. with each new indictment. It's being challenged. And so here is what this one man, an 81-year-old voter in Elmira, New York, uh, said. And I'll read you the, uh, his quotes, and then I'll get your response. Uh, He said, quote, I think Trump's committed crimes. I think he's done terrible things, but he's also done a lot of good. 
I used to lean toward the Democratic Party because they were for the working class. But I don't like Trump, but I like the Democrats a lot less. And he says he's probably going to vote for Trump. Monroe, I'm reading that, and it's like the, I, the absurdity of dismissing Trump's crimes, which he acknowledges are crimes, on the grounds that Trump, the Democrats are, have changed from what they used to be and become less of a party for the working class than they used to be is so absurd on so many levels. I, I, first of all, if your main reason for electing or voting for a presidential candidate is how he or she responds to working class issues, the Democrats, as bad as they may be, are far superior to any Republican minimum wage, union organizing, progressive taxation issues, progressive taxation issues. You follow me? I mean, the Republican Party has been waging war on the working class. And so the I and they still are, but um, they've changed their rhetoric. And in the meanwhile, Democrats have become uh, more intellectual and Elitist leadership, I'm talking about, not the actual voters, but the leadership. And, so, and uh, yeah. yeah, and so, you know, I mean, you got people in the Republican Party with law degrees from Harvard and Yale um, doing a good old boy act for the Republicans. <laughs> yeah, if you, give me one of those straws to chew on, <laughs> good buddy. <laughs> so, what you're saying is that actual policy doesn't matter at all. So in no, the mind, the Republicans, the actual policy that uh, uh, the MAGA crowd likes, brick and uh, brick and, and mortar policy, the governors take credit for. It's like Joe, Joe, Joe Biden, somebody criticizing him, some Republican, I was criticizing him a week or two ago, and he, he just shrugged it off and said, I'll, I'll see you at the um, ceremony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that's, that's what's happening. Obama didn't catch, catch that quick enough. Oh, Biden, Biden knows better. So he now, he, he got all this, this infrastructure. Uh, money through, but he's showing up for when they 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 have the ceremonies bragging about it. He's there, so you can't you can't deny it. I uh, I feel as though this is a, a moment in politics. It's so frustrating because if voters identify the Republicans as the party of the quote-unquote working class, even though every single initiative that would benefit the working class is vehemently opposed by Republicans, then there's absolutely no truth in politics at all. No, and, there isn't right now. Particularly, yeah. uh, mainly on the right side, but, um, you know, Democrats aren't perfect on that, well, no, on that issue. Well, yeah. Listen, Democrat, I, I, don't get me started on this. Democrats are their own worst enemies. Democrats, I mean, we, I spent so much time last week talking about just on the local level, uh, Brandon Johnson thanking Rom for his honest leadership or his uh, uh, continued leadership, which is just a, a, revol a statement that is sickening to uh, the people who supported Brandon Johnson. Yeah. And just promotes a general sense of cynicism that you can't believe anything anybody says at all. And it undercuts every effort by Democrats to like have an identity and like show that they re represent something. So I agree with you that Democrats are, are probably their own worst enemy. They've left themselves wide open. But at some point, aren't individuals responsible for the inconsistencies and the idiocies of the positions they're taking? Do you follow it? At least admit it. I know what I'm saying is completely ludicrous, but I'm saying it anyway. Do you, 
You follow I, me? I see what you're saying, but this, this, this is the reality. Yeah. You've always had this hypocrisy in politics, but because of social media, now you, the hypocrisy is being laid bare. You know, for example, let's say 50 years ago, a, a, a politician could um, say run on anti-abortion and a downstate and give speeches talking about the baby killers, et cetera, et cetera. And then up in Chicago, talk about, well, I, 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 I think there should be a, a choice for women. And you never know about it if you were in Chicago or you never know about it if you were downstate. Mm-hmm. But now with, with um, Facebook and, and threads and Twitter and et cetera, um, you you get you get to see the hypocrisy that that that, that two different things is, and an example of that right now is is what Kevin McCarthy said uh, right after January sixth, I think on the fifteenth or something mm-hmm. like that. He gave a speech and he was just outraged at what Trump had done, and he's talking about what a horrible person he was, et cetera. And whose head is further up Trump's butt right now? Oh my goodness! In the Carthys. Yeah, but they've yeah. played. I don't, they they play sometimes just for fun. They play McCarthy's speech back then and McCarthy's speech now. Yeah. No, I. I uh, that's probably a more grotesque example than uh, Brandon Johnson and Ron. But across yeah. the board, there is just so much uh, disingenuousness. Uh, in politics today, uh, that it's very easy for people to get cynical and believe in nothing. If Trump has a hope, it's that people, Democratic voters, people who would ordinarily vote Democrat, stay at home because they don't believe the Democratic Party. They just don't. That's his hope, Monroe. As long as he's in the race, he's not going to get that hope. No. If if, 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 if it's... If it's DeSantis or Pence or anybody but Trump, that could real easily or very real, uh, easily happen. But Democrats hate Trump so much. <laughs> if, if, if a Democrat is uh, a, a Bernie bro Democrat, I'm talking about now, if he's on his deathbed, they tell him he got 24 hours more to live and it's on voting day. <laughs> He would get up out of his deathbed and go vote against Trump, and they come back home to die. Okay, you know, when you use the term Bernie bro, I'm not quite sure what you have in mind. Uh, I do know that hardcore lefties are sort of ambivalent about Trump. And uh, the hardcore left, just their attitude is kind of like Joe Rogan's, which is, the stuff that the government has done, there's stuff far more egregious than Donald Trump. Uh, and if we don't get at uh, the heart of it, we're just fooling ourselves. And I know a lot of lefties like that. They're not a significant number uh, in elections, but there's a lot of them in my life. Uh, but your point is well taken about people in general. They really dislike Donald Trump uh, and uh, he will be the issue in the next. Ele- I I don't care. How, really, Do- Joe Biden is almost going to be um, second. Uh, on the tier. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say irrelevant, but of second significance in this upcoming election. Cause I, I presume Donald Trump will be the nominee, but here Monroe, Monroe one last thing from the poll, which I need your response. So they asked Democrats has yeah. Trump committed serious crime? 86% say yes, which is, you know what I would expect. That's down from 89% a year ago. I'm like, what Oh, my Lord. It went down, Monroe. I understand it's only three percentage points within the margin of error, but it just kind of underscores, I guess, the absurdity of everything. It went down. What possible thing that has occurred in the last year would get a Democrat 
to say, I don't think he's committed any serious crimes. Help me. I, I Help think me. it's, oh, I'm so tired of this stuff. <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Let him get away with it. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. I'm just tired of it. I just want it all to go away. Oh, yeah, that that sounds like such de- that. Now you're getting that's such Democrat. Oh, I'm so tired. What's it going to end? I'm a Democrat. Oh, we got to do this again. Oh, do you ever have a moment like that, Monroe? Like no. where you go, you know what? Let's just like Trump get away with it because I'm tired no. of this. No, 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 no. I anxiously await the day that Trump is wearing an ankle ankle bracelet while running for running for president, and and is pissed off because. He wants to have a rally uh, in, in, in Stone Mountain, and he got to be in court instead, so he can't have it. <laughs> it's hilarious. He can't go to his rally because he's in court. Uh, well, one of the, um, just to keep let everybody notice uh, before we move on to some other news, uh, like the diehard uh, analysts, have said already broken this election down to three states. Uh, And uh, so we might as well even have a presidential election uh, in 47 states. In in other words, it's like like Alabama, Mississippi, they don't care what Trump does, they're voting Trump. Uh, Illinois, New York, they're going to vote Biden. California, they're going to vote Biden. All right. Uh, So, but the three states that will... could determine everything. Uh, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Georgia. That's that's what the, the junkies have broken it down to. Uh, and um, they got Michigan on that list too, Monroe, but I, I think Michigan... Michigan, Michigan yeah. is gone Illinois. <laughs> it's blue, 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 blue now. Yeah, I... Uh, once you get the power, once you get the power, then... then uh, that's it. Yeah. Power structure. So uh, it's that's what a weird what, what a weird time we are. People have are just openly. Um, but you know, but this is again another argument for getting rid of the electoral no. vote. Yeah. It's just sure. let let the popular vote make the decision. Yeah. No, man. Look, the only reason the electoral college is here, there's uh, and shout out David Ferris one. Democrats are afraid of to, to have a hard fight. They should have made a move to get rid of it in 2000 when they saw what happened with, with Gore and Bush, but they were right. too chicken. Right. Uh, and, um, uh, and then Republicans, man, we Republicans, they, they fight to, to win. So they're, they're insisting on the electoral college that exists. And they're also insisting in a contradictory point of view that, uh, the District of Columbia, Washington, not be included in the Electoral College. So there you go. They want it both ways, Monroe. And um, they just, they're in it to win. Right. We saw that with the Supreme Court, right? They they said one thing with Merrick Garland, with his vacant, when he, you know, when, uh, when Obama wanted to appoint him. And then they said something completely differently uh, when it was a vacancy for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So... Why take them serious on anything? Right? I mean, right. Oh, no, they... I, 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 I still think that the Republican Party is is imploding and that it's, it's gone, going the way of the Whigs. You have been saying that for a while. Right. Well, I, 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 nationally, you know, they, they, they will have strongholds, state strongholds. No, Al- Al- Alabama still be good for them, but wow, that's sad, Alabama man. Um, so all right. Meanwhile, in Georgia, uh, Fannie Willis, who is the uh, local state's attorney there in the uh, Fulton County, Fannie, Fannie is uh, putting together, still putting together a case against Trump. It is taking her a while. Uh, Two and a half years she's been working on this. Yeah. So 
we all saw, we all heard the phone call that Donald Trump made uh, to the Secretary of State of Georgia asking him to get rid of those votes, do what he has to do. 87, that's all he needs. Yeah. 1,100, 807. Yeah. 70, 870, yeah. 11,870. One more vote than he got. Yeah. And Biden got it. So uh, I don't know if you saw this in the paper. I don't know if they had this on MSNBC, but the sheriff of Fulton County, uh, a gentleman named Patrick Labatt, uh, said that he fully intends when Donald Trump uh, is indicted to do the full ceremony. And he goes, uh, unless someone tells me differently, uh, we'll go to the normal practices. So it doesn't matter uh, your status. We'll have mug shots ready for you. So they're going to fingerprint him, get his mug shot, put that, put that out. I don't know if they're going to handcuff him, uh, Monroe, for a perp walk, uh, but they're going to have his mug shot out there. I think Donald Trump is relishing that. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. He'll put that on a campaign poster. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they've been working for, but I'm still protecting you. <laughs> Yeah, I can protect you with my hands cuffed behind my back. I still can take all those Democrats and protect you. He's using he he makes more money on his indictments uh, than he does um, presenting his future policy plans. (laughs) Yeah, Monroe, I know you probably know about this, so. Willis has sent out a subpoena, issued a subpoena to an Atlanta area journalist named George uh, Sheedy, I think he pronounced it. And he discovered a meeting in the state capitol on December 14th, 2020, of 16 Republicans who tried to cast bogus electoral college votes for Trump, even though his defeat in Georgia had already been recertified. Mr. Sheedy, the journalist, says he was falsely told by someone at the meeting that it concerned, quote, education and then he was kicked out yeah uh and uh because he was lied to and thrown out mr chidi wrote this week in the intercept it confirmed that the legislators were acting in secret that they didn't want the press or public to know what they were doing uh in other words they were setting up a situation illegally uh to replace the joe biden electors with donald trump electors right uh, and so that that's how close Donald Trump came, Monroe. Oh, I know. I, I know. Now, Ed, yeah, she was uh, interviewed on MSNBC yesterday okay. talking about it. And he, 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 they escorted him out, basically. The Republicans escorted yeah, him out, not MSNBC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because he broke. He he saw something that he shouldn't have seen. <laughs> well, and and he was shooting it on his cell phone. <laughs> wow, because he's a print reporter. Yeah. So there'll be uh, indictments to come uh, in Georgia, and those may have and more relevance. They 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 had um, d- delegates, fake delegates in Michigan, and they've been indicted. Mm. It, this isn't over, and, and and it's a good thing it's not over. We should c- continue putting these people in jail. That was part of this, so that um, the next Donald Trump that comes along, twenty five years from now, or whatever, uh, people will be reminded that this could uh, put you in jail. This is not just a fun and games situation uh no it is not it is definitely not uh a fun and games uh donald trump though i'll repeat this is by far uh the front runner 54 percent. we talked about that yesterday on the show uh in the latest new york times poll 54 percent of republican voters say they will cast their vote for donald trump to be the party's nominee uh, ron DeSantis is a far second uh with 27 percent uh, our other articles I've seen in various source, uh, sites have said never in the history of electoral politics in the United States uh, has a candidate who has had such a commanding lead at this point in the cycle lost the nomination. Uh, so it looks like it'll be a repeat uh, Trump versus Biden. 
Republicans have lost their freaking minds. And uh, we'll see. There's some talk. There is some talk, not major yet, but some talk of um, Trump cutting a deal uh, with the Department of Justice where he won't run for president if they promise not to put him in jail because he does not want to go to jail. There is no way that deal is going to get cut. I would think not. I don't see Jack Smith wanting to cut that deal. I I I I I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. Either. That deal is. I don't see Trump wanting to cut that deal. Oh, no, Trump. If it's a choice of not running for president, Trump is running for president, not to go to prison. So if 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 he doesn't have to go through all the um, trouble of 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 um, campaigning. And he can, and he can still, um, still get the money from his supporters for some reason or another. Um, I, he cut the deal. Yeah. Uh, so I'll remind you of something I know you know uh, that uh, former Congressman Will Hurd, who's an obscure candidate to put it mildly for the Republican nomination, has no right. chance. Right. He's from uh, Texas. Yeah. Made the same claim from Texas, correct? Made the yeah. same claim that you just made that Donald Trump is running to stay out of uh, prison. That's his right. best hope to get out of prison. Uh, he made that claim in front of a room full of Republicans in Iowa, and they booed him. Right, because they think Trump is already president. That's part of it. <laughs> uh, well, we come full circle. Is that what they really believe, or is that what they want to believe, or does it matter? We don't know. Um, there is a certain madness uh, in the country. Uh, I'll close with a little uh, non-madness. Uh, you got an opportunity to watch Charles Barkley on 60 Minutes. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been a big fan of Barkley from the get-go. Uh, I, I urge everybody, if you haven't seen it, check out the interview. I found it very moving on, on some levels because Charles Barkley is like, the opposite of Donald Trump. There's just a refreshing amount of honesty in the part of Charles Barkley. You know, I might agree with everything that comes out of his mouth, but I think he believes what he's saying. And then when he realizes that he says something stupid and it's like he rethought it, he'll admit he made a mistake. And I almost wish he was a Democratic candidate for president against Donald Trump. If on this point alone, Monroe, just like being open and honest, your thoughts. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I've developed a greater appreciation for Barkley after watching the 60 um, minutes segment that he did. You know, uh, because I, I remember back when he was uh, saying that he wasn't a role model for anybody. And that turned me off to him because... He was a role model, whether he liked it or not. He was because people want to be in his position. Uh, and um, then we hear that statement of where, he, he, where his grandmother was talking about Republicans, how they were rich and they wouldn't do this. <laughs> and he said, uh, you describe me. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, it was uh, uh, it, what it went down was his grandmother, who's a huge influence in his life and right. sounded like one hell of a character. Right. Uh, it, I, I forget which presidential election it was. Uh, let's say it was 2000, Bush versus Gore. I don't even know if it was that one, but let's just say it was. Yeah, okay. Uh, and Barkley uh, told his grandmother that he was going to vote for Bush. Uh, and uh, the grandmother said to him, but Charles, only rich people. Uh, only rich people vote for Republicans, to which Charles Barkley said, Grandma, I am rich. Right, 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 right. Uh, right. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, there was the instance where he claimed to be misquoted <laughs> in his autobiography. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't think much of Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> but seeing this interview, yeah. because I don't watch ESPN or whatever, show he anchors i don't know he's an anchor on i don't watch that but anyway i was i was really impressed with his his honesty 
and it's self-effacing. Yeah. And, and um, the, the thing is, I, I had dinner with Derek Blakely at his house mm-hmm. a couple of months ago, and Derek was telling me that he liked Barkley a lot because um, Barkley was coming to the NAB, National Association mm-hmm. of Black Journalists, conventions. And he'd sit at the bar. He'd have an entourage, and he'd be at the bar. Just you could come up and talk to him. He talked to anybody. Yeah. No, that's Barkley. And then about a week ago, I sent this to. You. I don't know if you saw this. That was the one where Barkley was in a bar somewhere. And they didn't have this on sixty minutes. And I get it had been a lot of drinking going on. And he ordered Bud Light for everybody in the in the bar. Because he was. I think gonna, they had. I think they did have that in the sixty minutes. Did they? I didn't see that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was. A, they, there's two segments. Uh, oh, there's, okay, yeah. There's the 60 minutes that segment itself, and then there was the post 60 minute like yeah. clip, whatever. And so he's in the bar. He goes, uh, "Bud Light for everybody," because he's objecting to the um, a boycott of Bud Light uh, by MAGA because yeah. they had a trans spokesperson for a brief moment. Bud right. Light for everyone, and he goes, "If you don't like it, f you." Because I'm, uh, you could use, you go get me fired. That's fine with me. Because I'm so rich, all right. I can just for the rest of my life play golf. <laughs> I love, come on, Monroe, you gotta love that. He goes, get me fired. I don't care. I'll just play golf. You know he doesn't believe that. By the way, you know he loves. And he knows he's not gonna get fired yeah, for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knows. You know, it's fine. I always wish more Democrats. Uh, just had that attitude, you know, this, but it's, I'm trying to think of an honest Democrat. You know what I mean? Can, can you think of one Monroe? Like that just tells it like it is, let the chips fall where they may. Uh, Give me a week. Yeah, you can't. Right. No, there probably is. I just hadn't thought about it. Yeah. there may. I mean, Clyburn in, in South Carolina, would you put him on that list? Mm. Uh, Yeah. You put yeah. him on that list? Yeah. Um, Maxine Waters. Oh, for sure. I put her on that list. Let the chips fall where they may. Of uh, course, Maxine, you know, at one point was rumored to have some some um, real estate de- connections and deals that were a little shady. See, now you just got to go rain on my parade, my <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if it was true. It could have been the Republicans doing what Republicans do. Which yeah, is lie. Yeah. Which is lie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's I, uh, something they were promoting or creating. But 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 for life, I can't really think of anybody right now. It'll come to me. I just Democrats are just always so afraid, always looking over their shoulder, always being cautious. Well, yeah. yeah, they they had Kamala locked up for a while, but I think she's breaking loose. <laughs> I hope that's a whole topic for another time. Yeah, right. Just uh, the vilification of Kamala Harris, uh, the brainwashing of Democrats, mainstream Democrats, when it comes to Joe Biden. We talked about that last week. Utterly absurd. I don't. Anybody who is uh, to the right of me should be loving Joe Biden. There's no excuse. If right. you're going around saying you're undecided and you're a centrist Democrat, you're a Rahm Emanuel Democrat, then you're just brainwashed by MAGA because this guy has delivered everything that he said he was going to deliver that you supposedly believe in. So you're just giving up your brain to MAGA. I said that last week, Monroe, nothing has changed my mind about it. If you're a lefty, okay, I could see you being a little irritated with them for this, that, and the other thing. You're still going to vote for them because what's your choice? Right. Uh, uh, M- MTG uh, uh, put it all together for us when she was talking about Biden. Now he was doing FDR's work and LBJ's work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I want to uh, thank Frank for sending me this thing. He sent me uh, this tweets. Marjorie Taylor Greene, we must restore law and order is one tweet followed up by this tweet. I will vote for Trump when he's in jail. <laughs> okay. All right. right. So much for law and order. Right. 
All right, Monroe, uh, what a week it's been. Um, uh, we'll see what indictments come down next week. It seems like uh, and we can we, we can discuss Trump's arraignment tomorrow. We'll, we'll see if tens of thousands of um, MAGA nuts show up to protest, <laughs> which he's, he's requested. Well, I'm not even sure he's requested this time because last his last two indictments, he, he told people to show up and a hundred of them did. Yeah, no, you really got to be a lunatic to show up, <laughs> Monroe. Uh, you have to really be a lunatic to show up for a Donald Trump uh, arraignment. All right, I want to thank very much Monroe Anderson every Wednesday on the show. And also uh, the birthday boy. Let's give a shout out, uh, Monroe. Uh, it's producer Chris's birthday today. Happy birthday, Chris. Hello. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think he's going to go paint the town red tonight. Uh <laughs> the town being Alton, Illinois. So uh, happy birthday, Chris. And uh, give yourself a raise. Take it out of petty cash. Take care, everybody. And remember, if you're not up to date on all of the latest Ben Jarofsky content, I'm talking columns, I'm talking bonus interviews, I'm talking previous shows, you can still find them at your leisure. Just head to chicagoreader.com forward slash Jarofsky. And then if you want to follow Ben Jarofsky on Instagram, that's easy. Just at Benny J Show. And then you always want to like and subscribe to the Ben Jarofsky Show on all your favorite streaming and podcasting platforms. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 